A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need? Selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM, and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, LowGeneral.com is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. Ah, the Scat Man, Chef Gary McLaughlin. It's time for a recipe for a good day. You know, I enjoyed that listening to like a Mr. Meltor man. Yes, yes, another Velvet Frog. Ella, Ella. Oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah. It's probably the only time you ever confused for Ella Fitzgerald. Uh, true. Yes. <laughs> it is a recipe for a good day, your weekly food program, all brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, the convenience store with more. And we have more great sales for you this week. And Chef Gary McLaughlin's in studio, lively and ready to go. And uh, that uh, brings us to a nice uh, time of the year. And, uh, boy, we're going to lighten things up. We're going to light up those grills this weekend. 80-degree weekend, our first 80-degree weekend of this year. And uh, we're going to be talking a lot of grill- grilling, barbecuing. We're going to tell you the difference. There is a difference yes. in different methods. Uh, and uh, time allows, we'll get into some charcoal use nice, as well nice, for nice. that extra flavor. You know, Scott, I love this weekend because it's the first weekend I can put on my Speedo. Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you grill in your Speedo, guys? Yes, I do, but I wear an apron. Oh, yes. all right. Good move. Good move. <laughs> Um, and uh, we got a nice uh, full program. We thank you for joining us on your weekly food destination. And this is one that's going to be uh, archived as well. So we encourage you to go to littlegeneral.com. And when you go to littlegeneral.com, at the bottom of every page, you see uh, listen to Recipe for a Good Day. And this, as well as past editions, are available for you to look at. Uh, as always, we like to start out with some sort of shout out, a radio pat on the back, if you yes. will. So, Chef Gary, who or who or who are you shouting well, out to today? Today, I would like to give a shout-out to our dear neighbors in Blackstone, uh, the Blackstone Police Department. Uh, uh, wonderful force. Uh, I was able to meet some of the officers this past weekend. And they do, like just just like the Woonsocket Police Department, they do a wonderful job. And uh, the people I met seem to be uh, caring uh, and, you know, protect and to serve, and they honor that, and uh, I'm just happy to have them on our sides. So, b- between the Blackstone... <laughs> Certainly and, beats the alternative. <laughs> yes, the Blackstone and the Woonsocket Police Department just 
outstanding individuals. I know it's a big week for uh, police across the uh, country getting ready to uh, head down to the uh, national that is, uh, uh, is that this ceremony. Week? I believe... Um, uh, I haven't heard about one second, but I believe the there's a group from Worcester that's already left on their, okay, their okay. relay. So they are getting ready for the uh, National uh, Day of uh, memorializing, memorializing the uh, fallen officers yes, in the line nice, of duty. Nice, uh, nice. I'm going to shout out and tap in there. Those uh, great folks at North Smithfield had their big 150th celebration. Yes. Finally. Yes. In the 151st year. And they, if I remember correctly, they had good weather. They they Well, the rain didn't hit. But it was uh, cloudy, it was windy, but it did not rain on their parade, Great. as, uh, as Barbara Streisand once said. Um, but it looked like a nice event. I was looking at some photos. You know, they had, they had a, a sort of General Lee car. Really? The old General Lee, probably the uh, baddest uh, television movie car of all time. Wow. Well, unless you're including the Batmobile. But oh, that, that's an unfair advantage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, my goodness, uh, it was nice to see the old orange uh, Zero One going yes. by. Yes. At least in the uh, in the photo, and uh, the same day you had the Touch a Truck event at uh, the uh, Rotary Club put on at the Holy Trinity. Yes, so we'll give them a shout out. But a happy, uh, successful uh, parade for North Smithfield that adds to your shout out with the Blackstone and uh, the local police department. Yes, so uh, make it official if you would, good sir. That brings us to our next order of business, which yes. is time to get our shopping list together. And that means it's time to find out what's on sale this week at Little General Stores Everywhere. Well, Jeff, we got some nice specials this week. Uh, some great stuff for grilling, barbecuing, and uh, some uh, wonderful indulgence. Let's start with our dear friend Chuck. Chuck is on the menu this week. Four ninety nine a pound. That's our Chuck hamburger. Uh, we make our own, folks, and every store makes their own, and uh, it's a great product. That's the Chuck hamburger has the most flavor and the most um, juice when you're cooking it, and uh, they're always a hit on the grill. Uh, we also have from our dear friend uh, uh, Deli Guy, uh, Virginia baked ham, pepper jack cheese. Roast beef and carving turkey breast. Now the Virginia baked ham is five ninety nine a pound. That ham has a nice sweet flavor. The roast beef is very rare and it's nine eighty nine a pound, but it's a beautiful color. We used uh, we had a catering job this past weekend and they had ordered the roast beef sandwiches. Absolutely look great on a roll. Absolutely great on a roll. Uh, from our friends at Great Lakes Cheese, pepper jack cheese. So it's a little spicy. Uh, has uh, small bits of peppers in it, green and red peppers. Five ninety nine a pound. And it just makes a nicer compliment to your sandwich. Uh, carving turkey breast from Purdue. Can't beat that name. Uh, Seven ninety nine a pound. And no antibiotics ever. It's a, a good quality carving turkey. And uh, you put all those together, what type of sandwich would you have? i got to make a Dagwood sandwich for yeah, you Yeah, oh boy, <laughs> a little bit of lettuce and tomato. Would you put some mayonnaise on that? Are you okay with the use of mayonnaise? On I that? would use mayonnaise, but I know you would like mustard. I'm a mustard man. Yes, that's okay. I would put mustard on. Uh, also, uh, for my dear friends at... Boston salads, country coleslaw. Let me tell you about this coleslaw. 
It's uh, uh, oil vinegar based, and it has cucumber in it. And let me tell you, it has a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful flavor. Three forty nine a pound. You really can't beat it. It's not your traditional coleslaw that you would have, let's say, with mayonnaise. It's a nice, subtle taste. Really fresh, nice, crisp, fresh taste. So that, that's from our dear friends at Boston Salads. Now, from uh, Meat Cutter, dear Larry, Petite Sirloin Steaks, five ninety nine a pound. Great for frying, great for grilling, and um, you can't beat it. Uh, and their quality, they're lean, folks. There's little, very, there's no fat on them. No fat on them. And it's just a great product. And uh, it serves uh, the meal would be just outstanding with the coleslaw and your sides. You can't beat it. And, folks, chicken wings. Yes, they're back for the season. Two ninety nine a pound. Uh, nice size. And, again, great for grilling, great for barbecuing. Uh, you can roast them. Uh, they have so many uses. Uh, two ninety nine a pound, folks. You can't beat it. I do want to mention, uh, as you know, folks, uh, we like our ice cream here. Yes. <laughs> and we have Briar's ice cream. Great, great flavors. I enjoy the vanilla bean from Briar's. Probably the best vanilla ice cream. I like the vanilla bean, there. too. Yeah. Yes. Two eighty nine for a pint. And, folks, sugar-free Fudgicles. Yeah, They're I like fudgicles a yes. lot. Yes. $5.89 for 18-pack. Mm. That is wonderful, folks. So please indulge this weekend. Have fun on the grill. Have fun having lunch. Have fun with the kids with the fudgicles and the ice cream. And if you have any leftovers, feel free to send it over to me. Yes. <laughs> are waiting for those leftovers. Uh, but some great sale items this week and uh, it is going to be the first weekend. We're going to have 80 degrees nice. on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, fair weather for grilling. The winds are going to not going to be what they have been over the past several, several right. days, uh, going back to uh, last weekend. So that'll be an advantage as well. So it's definitely time to fire up the grills. And that's going to be really the focus of uh, this edition. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to jump in the water when we do return here to Recipe for a Good Day. Recipe for a Good Day, brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley, 2-in-1 Socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road, Great Road, North Smithfield, Front Street in Lincoln, Chapel Street in Boroughville, and Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab-and-go meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and of course, always fresh ground hamburg. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com, your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of Recipe for a Good Day, Little General Convenience Stores. Me. 
The great Hank Sr. there. Yes. Hey, good looking what you got cooking. We got meat and barbecue season is here. Or grilling season. Or smoking season. However you like to cook outdoors. Yes. Uh, today we're going to cover a few of those topics. Now, uh, we're going to probably hold off on the smoking. There's so much about using smokers in various woods. It's it's pretty much its own show. Yes. So we're going to focus in on uh, grilling and barbecuing. We'll tell you there is a difference. Uh, we'll outline that for you as well, and we'll give you a few tips, especially for those chicken wings on the grill. Why not? Why not, Gary? It's that that's, time of year. That's right. Uh, we have the Chuck Hamburg on sale, four ninety nine a pound. So a burger on the grill is always a good idea as well. Yes. It's never going wrong there, Gary. And with that, uh, maybe, maybe the sirloin steak, the petite sirloin steak on a grill. You just got to be careful how you're grilling that. Correct. And we'll, Correct. we'll give you a few tips there as well. But uh, first, uh, let's get into the overall concept, Gary. Uh, the first thing, many grills stored outside. Not everybody has a shed where they go inside. So exactly. that first good weekend of the year, you're going to have to do some cleaning and maintenance on the grill. Uh, let's give a few tips on, uh, we'll, do a, we'll figure out a propane grill because uh, a charcoal grill, easy enough to clean out. Right. You don't have that hazard of gas or hoses to deal with. Correct. Um, Roger Bouchard said, hey, don't forget about people like me who use an electric grill. Well, don't forget to plug it in. <laughs> I, think we, I think, you know, check, make sure your power cord ain't frayed. Exactly. Um, and, of course, um, you know, the cleaning and the oiling of the grill top would be very similar. Right. But uh, I think most people out in the listenership probably dealing with propane. And, of course, that's the one that you're going to want to put probably the most work into, yeah. uh, especially making sure your, your equipment is functioning yes. properly. And just to let you know, folks, that all locations have, all little general locations have propane tanks to uh, replace or buy. Yep, so if you don't have a tank, you can go down and you can make the initial buy-in to the exchange program. If you currently have one, you can just show up and uh, it's a little cheaper when you're exchanging because you're not getting the, uh, if you will, uh, investment into the tank. Um, But either way, they can meet your propane needs at uh, any little general location. Pretty much, yes. 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 All right. So, Chef Gary, let's talk about uh, getting out. You're going to give that, of course, you're going to uncover it if it was covered, and you're going to yes. give a uh, top to bottom scrub down, of exactly. course. Exactly. And you, all you want to use is basic uh, soap and water, uh, and then you're going to clean uh, the outside, inside, uh, every top, every uh, uh, rack that you have. You want to wash down, wipe down, and then re- re-oil Okay, both sides. And you want to make sure when you have your propane, you want to check all your valves and all your hoses. Make sure the connections are still good and your tanks are running the way they should with the valves. Uh, You want to make sure there's no debris inside like leaves or uh, twigs. Or anything you want to clean it out completely, and then uh, you can give it a test run once you get it all set. Now, when you, it's important that when you clean the racks and you dry them, you re-oil them. Okay, you can use any standard oil. You can, it doesn't matter what you use, but you want to make sure they're oiled in there. Uh, you can actually heat them up and heat up that oil to 
uh, coat uh, the rack. And then you can add some more as you go through your process of cooking. But it's important to check those hoses that have been outside all winter. Correct. Make sure you don't have any cracks or leaks in that hosiery. And uh, while you're there and you're disconnecting everything, make sure your washers are good and so on. And Correct. So forth. Make sure you're not leaking. And you want to, another thing people don't do, but and they should, you, when you uh, hook up your, your tank, please make sure that your tank is level. You don't want it tipped to one side and so forth. You want it level on the ground. Okay. Uh, we're going to get into grilling versus barbecuing. And I can tell you, Chef Gary, nobody throws a barbecue like me. Nobody. Really? Yeah, my record is 21 feet. Did something funny happen? Yeah. You'd never, <laughs> you never know, know it. it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Sorry about that, folks. Don't worry. I, I might have a few other ones. Yes. You know, the program today. Uh, you know, the, the beauty of this show, Jeff, is besides being uh, entertained by you, I love, I love being here, Jeff. But uh, there's no politics. There's nothing that we we want to have fun. Yeah. We want to laugh and we want to learn. And we want to eat good food. Exactly. 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 Like I, like I remember the last time you gave me a leftover. 1947. Wow. Well, this memory is still working good. 1947. So when I was thinking of putting this uh, together, uh, Chef Gary, I kept in my head one time I would say grilling, the next time I would say barbecuing. I said, well, there, there's a difference. So Correct. I thought we would cover the difference between barbecue and grilling. Uh, first of all, there's four ways that barbecue differs from grilling. Uh, and the biggest difference is the equipment used. You might be using a smoker or a barbecue or a grill. Uh, putting aside those differences, here are the cooking methods that might have in common with the fire and the grill grate. But the styles have four distinct differences. Cooking time, for instance. If you're dealing with a barbecue, the cooking times would be long, low, and slow. Yes. Um, and some from either a four, if it's a big enough piece of meat, you, you could go all night. Correct. Correct. Um, yes. Meanwhile, with a grilling, well, let's just say it gets things done a little quicker, doesn't yes. it? Yes. Uh, cooks at a higher heat. And less time, which allows you to eat in minutes, not hours. And that's why we love steaks, burgers, and hot dogs. Because they cook fast and can be eaten quickly and delight a crowd at your house. That's right. Uh, another uh, big time is cooking temperature. Uh, the characteristics of a barbecue would deal with lower temperatures. Probably about 225 uh, on the uh, Fahrenheit. Meanwhile, if you're cooking on a, a grill, you're dealing with a much higher heat, likely in the 300s. Correct. And the cuts of meat that you're looking for also vary. Uh, for a barbecue, you're looking for those large, tough, fatty meats. Uh, a lot of uh, tissues in their ribs, shoulders, yes. butts, briskets. Those are the best meats. Exactly. For, uh, for barbecuing, uh, especially smoking. And, of course, another big difference is if you are using a smoker, you get that flavor from the various woods that you you can use. Correct. So it depends on uh, what your ambition is. Do you want to cook? Do you want to do you want to grill? Do you want to barbecue? How fast do you want to eat? And how do you want it to taste? Big difference there. Uh, that's why I think many common households would use grilling, but there are some that would, of course, use uh, smoking or barbecuing. Yes. But then there's the good old-fashioned charcoal. 
Yes. And there's something to me when I bite in and I can tell that something has been charcoaled that I really, really enjoy that flavor. Yes. Good old-fashioned charcoal, uh, yes. but not lighter fluid. I only enjoy the charcoal. <laughs> you don't want to taste uh, the lighter fluid. So uh, just a few things on if you are using a charcoal grill, of course, um, you know, select your charcoal. But uh, how much charcoal do you use in a grill? And uh, and this is an interesting one to me. How much charcoal? Uh, a five will go to five pound bag of a charcoal could contain seventy five to ninety briskets. A ten pound bag somewhere between one hundred and fifty and one eighty. And they even have twenty pound bags if yes. you, if you're a heavy griller. But the uh, number of briskets of charcoal required for barbecuing all depends on the size and type of grill and the amount of food to be prepared. And, of course, in this scenario, weather conditions can affect strong winds or very cold temperatures or high humidity conditions increase the briskets you need to cook your dinner. Um, also, as a rule, here's an interesting one. It takes about 30 briskets of charcoal to grill one pound of meat. Well, wow. isn't that an interesting fact? Uh, for example, you'll need about 45 briskets to grill six four-ounce hamburgers. So that is very interesting on the amount of brisket but of, of, uh, that you'll need. Now, we talked about lighter fluid. Um, if you're using lighter fluid, go easy. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to taste it on the food. Yes. But a better way to do it is what they call the chimney starter. The chimney starter is a method that uh, doesn't use any lighter fluid at all. First, it says remove the grid from the grill and set the chimney starter in the base of the grill. Then crumble a couple of sheets of newspaper, place them in the bottom portion of the chimney starter. Fill the top portion with charcoal briskets. Light the newspaper. Do not disturb the starter. Coals will be ready in about 20 to 30 minutes. Uh, but, of course, uh, do be careful uh, as you move the coals from the chimney starter into the base of the grill, you're going to need either long metal tongs or uh, some sort of fireproof mitts to Correct. handle those. Uh, don't use your plastic or rubber gloves. No. That <laughs> no, not at all. Bad idea. Um, so they do have now, of course, uh, different types of uh, charcoal briskets or mesquite wood chips as well that you could use. And, of course, that comes in with some flavor. So if you're looking for flavored smoke, uh, some dry aromas or some dry herbs could be put in there as well to uh, smoke up into yes. that meat yes. on charcoal. Uh, there's some light tips there on charcoal use. Uh, we, uh, propane, uh, well, it's a constant flame. Uh, for that, those portions, of course, you want your grill level because an uneven grill, not only the tank, but the grill being uneven uh, is going to dramatically change your, your cooking. Right. Exactly. Uh, and then Gary talks sometimes about having uh, different items on flame or on a cooler portion of the grill. Exactly. Direct or, in, direct or indirect heat. Mm. Uh, depending on your item you're cooking, if you have direct heat, it's going to give you, it's going to cook faster. Okay? But if you want to slow down the cooking process, you can use your same instrument and your same grill and put it off to the side where the heat is not as prevalent. Uh, that will give you the slower, slower cooking time. Uh, which would mean more basting, more uh, marinating your product. 
if you have have it with direct heat, you're looking for a quick turn of, you know, like your hamburgers, your hot dogs, uh, maybe some chicken breasts, that type of thing. And uh, if you're using wood chips, you don't want to go directly underneath the wood chips. You want that off to the side, and you want that to have that slow cooking time. Um, you can do the high heat and the lower heat on a electric grill and a propane. Uh, basically, say you have propane, you would turn your grill on all the way on across the sides so every uh, burner is lit. At, uh, let's say t- after 10 minutes of heating, you shut off, let's say, the last burner. And then you can cook on that burner without any heat, but it will give you the cooking time that you're looking for because the, the rest of the grill is hot. Uh, it's, uh, it's, a, uh, it's a learning. When you're on a grill, you're learning how, uh, how your grill reacts. Some, some grills will have a separate rack that you can, that ha- that's elevated from the regular uh, grill surface. And because of that, you could put pieces there and cook in there, and that would be indirect heat all the way across. A few uh, tips on uh, things you're going to need. Of course, you want long-handled tongs, long-handled um, uh, spatulas, spatulas and items uh, versus oh, what you use in the kitchen. And also a long-handled fork would be great. And that's great for uh, saving the hair on your knuckles. Correct. As well as some of the skin. Correct. <laughs> um, uh, meat thermometers, handy. you got to know when your meat yes. is ready and safe to eat. Heavy-duty mitts here, and a little heavier than you might use to pick up a boiling pot in the kitchen. Right. Uh, and uh, water spritzer. Now, why would you want a water bottle to uh, knock down some of those flare-ups that, that could occur yes. uh, due to grease? Yes, but also, now, if you don't have that, you can also use uh, cornstarch. Just remember, we're talking about a spritzer. Not what you don't. You're not going to pour a glass of water. No, under that under that grease. No. Uh, the other thing here is interesting. Is it talks about aluminum foil. Okay. Aluminum foil uh, for drip pans to avoid some of those flare ups. So you can actually put a layer of some of foil under the rack to avoid the grease from getting into the nice. flame area to create nice. flare ups. But uh, it would also, and this pan should be maybe about um, one and a half inches deep, extend about three inches beyond either end of the meat. Uh, the juices that collect in the drip pan, you can utilize for sauces, gravies, or yes. uh, perhaps just a little topping. So uh, you're going to bring those drippings, though, back to a boil before use just to make sure if anything uh, is uncooked or unsafe. Correct. It is going to be killed. But that's an interesting idea for grilling. Yes. You talked about dry rubs and marinades. Dry rubs, those combination of seasonings and spices. Basic rubs could include ground back pepper, um, white pepper, paprika, garlic powder. Some will include mustard, brown sugar, even red pepper. Chili Uh, powder. Yes. Sure. Oh, you could use anything. Basil, thyme, oregano. Uh, marinades uh, would add flavor, but they also will tenderize those less tender cuts of meat. So if you're looking to tenderize perhaps some uh, chicken or lamb, pork, yes. uh, that's where your marinade comes in versus your dry rub. Now, a few words about sauces for grilled steaks and chops. 
uh, you're going to win to uh, base and win to sauce is the question when grilling. So for grilled steaks and chop, base the sauce after the meat has been turned for the last time. That's going to be about the, three, about the last three minutes or so of grilling. Correct. Uh, for grilled chicken, you're going to base with sauce at least 10 minutes uh, and then turn it once. Uh, for hot dogs and sausages, and I don't think I've ever basted a hot dog, but boy, does that sound intriguing. It does. A little I'm, I'm, hot dog. I never thought I've of it. I've never thought of that, yes. Um, but I'm, I'm going to try that this summer. Uh, and you're going to do that in the last five minutes or so. Yes. And also, just a little hint on your sausages. Give them a little poke with a fork. That way, some of the juices will come out and uh, it will cook naturally. Uh, if you don't do that, they could actually explode and you could get hurt. Now, for your uh, barbecue meats, if you're cooking on indirect heat, you're going to baste with the sauce for about the last hour of cooking. And for smoked meats, you're going to baste with sauce for the last 30 to 45 minutes. So that's when you're going to add your sauce. And, of course, yes. if you are using the uh, thick barbecue sauces, uh, you're going to put that on actually post-grilling, essentially yes. very, very late. Yes, at the very end. Because otherwise, it'll burn off. Exactly. See, uh, when, I'll give you an example. If I'm doing chicken breast on the grill. I will cook it on both sides, and I leave the skin on. I like skin on my chicken when I'm barbecuing or grilling. I will cook that on both sides, and then I would marinate or I will sauce it. Once it had its cooking, the cooking time started on both sides. Because you can burn that product, and the product can be so bad that it can actually make your meal uh, not edible. There's a few other tips for you. Uh, in hot weather, and again, we're going to be in the 80s this weekend. Nice. When, and you got sunshine you got to deal with as well. And there's so many things going on. Be careful to take your meats out too soon. They should not be sitting out there for over an Correct. hour while you're getting other things going. Correct. So Correct. Uh, keep, uh, keep your meats uh, refrigerated. Uh, because you start to grow bacteria at exactly. that point in time. Exactly. Uh, another good tip is if you are going to use kebabs, that's great. If you're using wooden or bamboo skewers, uh, make sure to soak them in cold water for about 20 minutes before grilling. Correct. So you want to soak them and then make your kebab. And that's going to bring us to the topic. We're going to talk some of those chicken wings. They're on sale, two ninety nine a pound. We're going to talk about some tips for grilling the smaller items like chicken wings and how you can get them to come nice. out so good. We have a lot of food to talk about here on a Recipe for a Good Day. But if there is a food you want us to talk about or perhaps you have a question, send an email. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at asktheshef at WNRI.com. That's asktheshef at WNRI.com. Little General Stores is ready to serve you every day with great locally roasted coffee, as well as the best prices for all your deli meats. Little General Convenience Stores, we're here for you. Oh, you hungry yet, Gary? Oh, I am. 
<laughs> I remember you want a cheeseburger in paradise. Chuck's been busy on Chuck yes. Hamburg. Four ninety nine a pound at all little general locations. And uh, boy, I made some good burgers last night. Gary. Did you? Oh, burgers and fries, homemade. And if there were any leftovers, I surely would have brought you something. <laughs> but um, you know, when I'm forming my burger patty, yes. Uh, look, a few tips on that. Number one, you don't want to overly uh, mix that meat. You're not making a meatloaf here. Correct. You're making a burger. Correct. And uh, when to press your meat and when not to press your meat is the question. You don't press your meat when you're cooking it. No. But I do press it, and so I make it. I, I take one plate, a larger plate, and I'll take a handful of the Chuck hamburger, again on sale, four ninety nine a pound, put it in the plate, and I'll pat it down, okay, and I'll just begin fun. rounding it. Yes. I take a smaller plate, uh, the small little... What do you call those? Coffee, uh, pl- uh, yeah, like you put a saucer. teacup on. Yeah, yeah, saucer, yeah. Okay. And I'll take it and I'll press it down and get a nice, flat, even patty that way. Okay. And then I go again and I shape it to maybe the circle. However, when I have made it on a toast-type product after cutting the crust off, I'll square up that burger patty to fit the bun. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And of course, Chef Gary suggests the English muffin. Oh, as a I had one this past week. Yeah, did you? Oh, was that good. Now, uh, the other thing you got to make sure, and we talked about pressing your meat, Gary, you don't press it when you're cooking. So many people would take that spatula and push down yes. on it. You're letting out all the juices, and those juices are going to evaporate on the grill, so you lose that. Yeah. You do not have to press. The average time of your meats on a grill or on a stove or on a, uh, a flat top approximately three minutes and then it will actually separate from the cooking service so you can flip it over i season it uh in its raw form both sides yes i use uh, some ground ground pepper i'll use some salt and i'll use a steakhouse seasoning that's how i like to use i'll do both sides and that's it you're not seasoning it you're not continuing to season it no, while it's correct. cooking. You correct. sit it on there. It's a one-time flip on a burger. Yes. Uh, a little bit longer on its initial side, less on that other side. And it depends. Correct. Do you want it medium, medium well? Of course, uh, it is not recommended to go too rare with Hamburg. Correct. Um, but, correct. Uh, of course, the choice is yours. And then the cheese. When yes. do you put the cheese on? I... I first of all, I put the cheese on the burger, not on the bun or the lettuce, tomato, Correct, or anything yeah. like that. I put it on the burger. Now, what I like to do is, once my burger's been cooked on the second side, okay, I will actually flip it one more time, and then that's where I will add the cheese. Now, I do that because one, that bottom side is hot; it's going to melt the cheese faster. Okay, then I have my plate set up, bottom bun, hamburger with the cheese, lettuce, tomato, and I already garnished with the mayonnaise or whatever, ready to go. But I like to take it, when I flip over the second side, after three minutes or so, and you're going to ready to take it off, I'll just flip it one more time, just for a moment, so I can add that cheese. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it on for 30 seconds. Yeah, and even if the, the even if you're only making burgers uh, in that last flip, you can power it down, just slap the cheese on there, close the grid. Oh, uh, the, again, the again, It'll you can do that. Yeah. Uh, you can do that, but if you have a flat top or a frying pan, 
That's the way I do it. I use a lid on the frying pan. You know what I saw yes, a guy do on a frying nice. pan? Uh, he made the burger, and I'm trying to remember what kitchen this was in. And he put the burger aside. Then he took the slice of cheese, yes. dropped it on the hot pan. Now, he knew what he was doing. He dropped it on the hot pan and used the spatula to pick it up at just the right time and drop it on the burger. Nice. And you could see it melt at that yes. point. Now, it's not something I think everybody should try because you could just make a big old mess. And, <laughs> and <laughs> Correct. And and cheese. You could burn guy, yourself. He, yes. he had the timing and skill and, and the method down yes. for that. It was impressive to see. You drop a cheese on a hot pan and you're picking it up before it's liquid. Exactly. Th that was quick time. That's nice. But with the steaming, with the cover, I've done that in the past. And that's a great idea, too. Uh, just be careful. Uh, uh, because of the liquid and the steam, you could burn yourself. Yeah. Just be careful. But if you're going to do that, instead of steaming water, use water. Take water with beef base. So when you throw it on the grill, you're, now you're going to get that beef flavor. You're not losing mm -hmm. that flavor of the meat. That's right. Grilling season is here. 80-degree weekend. We've talked about the uh, Chuck Hamburg. We've given you some basic overall good tips from uh, barbecuing to grilling and, and more. Now it's time to get into uh, how to deal with these chicken wings on sale, $2.99 a pound. The, the most delicious piece of chicken you'll get is a wonderful chicken wing. A little bit of work because you got to eat a bunch of them. Not a lot yes. of meat there, but they is good, isn't yes. it? Yes. Just the right amount of proportion of meat and skin and taste, isn't it? Correct. And they are on sale, two ninety nine a pound. You know, I grilled a chicken once for two hours, Gary. You know, two hours. It still wouldn't tell me why it crossed the road. Something funny happened? Yeah. You'd never know it. All uh, right. Uh, so here's some tips on grilling your chicken. Um, if you're going to marinate your chicken wings, uh, of course, um, you need to drain that marinade and you know, pat them a little bit dry before you transform them to that prepared grill. But here's seven tips on how to grill chicken wings perfectly. Number one. Better quality meat means better tasting wings. And that should be the slogan of Little General Stores. Better quality mm -hmm. meat means better taste. And that's what you get at Little General Stores, whether it's the yes. chicken wings, whether it's the sirloin steak, whether it's the, the hams at the holidays or the turkeys for Thanksgiving. Quality is what Little General is all about. The better quality your meat, the better taste you will get. Yes. And that's what you find uh, at right. Little General. The convenience store with more. Now, let's talk about separating those wings first. There's three parts of a chicken wing, the drumette, the wingette, and the flat the, or, or the tip. Uh, the tips are probably much use on your grill. But here's a great idea. When you separate them, save the tips, freeze them. And throw them in that soup when you're making a chicken soup. That'd be ideal. Get a ideal. little extra flavor and not waste your product. Exactly. And uh, you can Good stick tip. them right in the freezer. Uh, separating the uh, drumette and the wingette, um, why are you separating them? Because uh, they're vastly different. Yes. And the cooking times are going to be different. The shifting of the meat, the flipping is going to be different. Yes. So separate. Is there any tip on separating a chicken wing that you have? Or uh, I just want to make sure you have a sharp knife. And you want to make sure you get it right at the joint. And when I say joint, that's where the, the cartilage meets. And, and you, you, easy to cut. You talked about using the upper deck 
in two, two cooking zones. And uh, you want to use that for these uh, chicken wings. Utilize that two-zone cooking system. And a reverse sear method is the best way to cook the wings on the grill. Start the wings first on the indirect heat side of the grill. And that's at about 325 probably. Flip them as needed as they brown and then move them to the direct heat side to sear and finish them. Yes. At that point in time. This will give you a nice crispy skin with a nice juicy inside and reduce those flare-ups as the fat from the wing slowly renders. If you are using a smoker, you can start the wing the furthest away from the heat source and then just bring them in closer and closer to sear them on the way out. Uh, next tip here is uh, to brine or marinate. Well, first of all, it's important to understand not the same thing. Brine is a salt-based liquid bath. tries yes. to maintain that juicy, tender meat. Best results, let the chicken wings sit in the brine for a couple hours before cooking. Uh, meanwhile, marinades, especially if they're oil-based, really do nothing to tenderize this meat. Liquid can't get deep into that meat because it's not deep meat. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> so uh, you just get a little surface seasoning. So um, really letting it rest in the marinade for too long with a chicken wing is just... As they, as the eagle said, wasted time. Yes. 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 Um, keep seasoning simple for chicken wings. Less is better. The skin of the wings can start to burn quickly, so don't overload them with various seasonings and add to that chance. A little bit of salt and pepper for simplicity or rub one of your favorite barbecue rubs. Just go easy. Don't overdo it here. Yes. And wait until the last few minutes of cooking to brush any sauce if you're going to go with that. And a little sugar in the sauce can quickly start to burn if you put it on too Correct. early as well. Correct. Uh, the internal temperature, well, it tells you when it is done. So that's where the old meat thermometer comes in. You're looking, still looking for 165? 165, yes. All right. So um, remember, though, there's a big difference between the two ends of the wing on uh, checking. So if one checks right, doesn't mean the other style is. That's right. Now, also, uh, with the brine, if it's really wet, if your meat product is really wet, give it a pat. Dry it off a little bit, okay? So it's the chicken wings, uh, the flavoring and the seasonings, it's really up to you folks. Correct. What you want to do. Now, we have talked a lot about grilling and barbecuing. Let's talk about these petite sirloin steaks. They're $5.99 a pound. Now, um, we talked about uh, the slow long versus the quick fast. You're probably not going to use your petite sirloin steaks with the charcoal on this one. But if you wanted to cook them on a propane or Roger Bouchard wanted to use his electric grill, you could do that. You could, yes. Um, but you're going to be very conscious on how long they're going to sit because these are petite sirloin steaks. Right. So you're dealing with a low cooking time. A uh, lower cooking time. A lower cooking not time. Not a T-bone. No, not a T-bone. And low you can overcook it real quick. Yes. And uh, with the lower cooking time... Uh, you want it, you don't want the, the direct heat, uh, unless you're going to be there on the grill watching them because they're going to cook fast. They're going to cook fast. So if you do the low, uh, indirect heat, th it's going to be fine, but you want to finish them off with a good blast of heat. So they're seared on the outside and then medium or medium uh, rare to your liking on the inside. And I I, I cooked a couple of steaks the last summer and I burnt them so bad. Yeah, mistakes were made. <laughs> yeah. Uh, basically, you, 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 when you're on your grill, you want to uh, sear both sides and then go to your 
into a key. I was running in and out of the house and in and out of the house and and I, boy, I had one of them flare ups and uh, okay. I, I thought I, I, it would be all right just to sit boom flare up and uh, they were burnt. Uh, but the Baxter's delight, might I say, <laughs> yeah, the fur little friend got a steak that day. Um, so we're going to make these petite sirloin steaks on sale, five ninety nine a pound. We want to give you a nice side dish to go with it. We're yes. going to turn to this uh, wonderful potato. It's called fresh vegetable casserole. So it's potatoes and more, Gary. Oh, nice. Uh, you're going to use your red bliss potatoes with this. Nice. Uh, we're looking for small scrubbed and you're not going to totally peel them, but if, if they're a larger red bliss, you're going to cut them so you don't have, really have to peel because exactly. you're going to have exposed potato. Exactly. Uh, usually, uh, sometimes uh, your bags will say size A or B. You want the B. Okay. Okay. And uh, what they do with this wonderful dish is they leave some skin on, I guess, if you were holding the potato, the top and bottom would have like a, a hat and shorts, uh, and you're going to peel the circumference of the potato. You want to let some of the flavor get into the potato. Right. You got to remove some of that skin. But like you do with your Red Bliss mashed potatoes, you do leave the skin uh, yes. present on there. Uh, and uh, th these are, again, small potatoes here. So you don't have to cut them. If they're small, you just peel a, a circumference around them. If they're larger potatoes, you don't have to peel them, but you're going to cut them so exposed potato will exist. Exactly. Uh, eight baby carrots. Nice. One small cauliflower broken into florets, four stalks of asparagus cut into one-inch pieces, three tablespoons of butter. Are you okay with the use of butter on this one? Uh, yes, okay, I am. Thank you. <laughs> three tablespoons of all-purpose flour, two cups of milk, salt, black pepper, uh, about three ounces of shredded cheddar cheese. Um, I wouldn't be afraid of the sharp cheddar on this one. Oh, that would be nice. Yes. That would be uh, nice. Chopped fresh cilantro. Uh, the method is fairly simple. You're going to preheat your oven to 350. Meanwhile, cook up those vegetables and just get, get them nice, crisp, and tender. Uh, then arrange those vegetables in your greased casserole dish. Probably a two-quart dish would be fine. Now you're going to make this sauce. That's where you're going to melt the three tablespoons of butter in a medium saucepan over medium heat and slowly stir in that all-purpose flour until it becomes a nice, smooth consistency. Yes. It's only going to take a minute or two, I would believe, right? Correct. It's, uh, uh, you're making a roux. Yeah. yeah. And then, once you get that smooth, gradually stir in that two cups of milk to get that creaminess. Uh, you're going to cook it until it thickens up, and there's going to be a lot of stirring here yes. because of that flour in the pan. Uh, so stir it constantly. And you can drop in some of that salt and pepper here and go ahead, add the cheese, and continue stirring until that cheese is melted. And now you're going to, again, you're going to arrange the vegetables in that greased casserole dish with the uh, Red Bliss potatoes that you've already prepared. And you're just going to pour that sauce right over those vegetables and get a nice coating over everything. You can sprinkle in some of that fresh cilantro on top. And you're only going to bake it, again, 350, it's about 15 minutes or so until it's heated throughout. This will make you four to six servings of this fresh vegetable casserole. And may I say, maybe the perfect accompaniment for that petite sirloin steak on sale, $5.99 a pound. You should see this picture, folks. It's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I can't wait to try it at the store. Well, that's the one that 
cinched me on the book when I saw that. And I can't wait to make it. And I'm going to try that recipe out myself. And, uh, hey, if either one of us have leftovers, we'll have to bring some in. Exactly. All right. Uh, so there, I think we have folks pretty well prepared for their first weekend of grilling. Yes. And, of course, don't forget you're going to need dessert. So you have that Breyers ice cream on sale, two eighty nine a pint. And, hey... While you're grilling, you need a snack. Those sugar-free fudgicles on sale at Little General Stores. You can't go wrong with that in a cookout. You cannot go wrong at Five eighty-nine for the 18 pack. 18 fudgicles. Now, I know Roger's a chocolate fan. I don't know if he eats fudgicles, but I know he loves chocolatey things. Yes. I don't know if they make it. Are you a fudgicle man? No. No, he's not a fudgicle <laughs> man. All right. The answer we've been waiting for is over. Uh, we got about uh, four minutes left of this program, and we want to encourage you folks to participate as we move through the summer. So uh, we will talk probably a little more grilling this summer than we did yes. last year. And we're also going to talk about grilling different things. Uh, we'll get into different portions of chicken. Also, we should get into the summer grilling fish yes. and uh, maybe some kebab ideas oh, as well. Oh, nice. So we're going to make the most out of this summer as we get out and enjoy that fresh air. Uh, Chef Gary, uh, it's just about time for one more recipe, if you have one up oh, your sleeve. Oh, I do. Jeff, a recipe for a good day. A warm smile. A good laugh. And a great meal. Oh, boy. And we gave you some ideas for a great meal today. But don't forget, if there is a meal you would like to uh, uh, consider, or maybe you had a problem, maybe you made a mistake. You know, we learn from each other's mistakes as well. So we're going to put it out uh, to you here on Recipe for a Good Day. Uh, let's share some of our cooking mis disasters. Yes. So we can learn where we went wrong together. Yes, exactly. So if you had a cooking disaster and... Uh, maybe what I will do is I will uh, I'll prepare a cooking disaster for my circles. Chef Gary, maybe if you, I don't know if you've ever had a cooking disaster. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, like to, uh, I like to say I haven't, but I have. We'll share ours if you share yours. How can yes. you share? By emailing AskTheChef at WNRI.com. It'll be a fun little segment here as we move through the summer. But again, the sale items now through close of business Sunday. Those petite sirloin steaks, five ninety nine a pound. Chicken wings, two ninety nine a pound. Again, grill them up. That own Chuck Hamburg making those grilled burgers this weekend, four ninety nine a pound. That price is as good as you're going to get anywhere. Italian sausage, hot and sweet. Now that would also work on the grill, correct? With some peppers and onions. Oh, outstanding! Mm -mm. Outstanding. And like Gary says, just poke a few holes. In, in, don't in gouge them. No, know, don't gouge them. Just you know, one poke with a fork. You just want to release some of the uh, fluids as a uh, as it's cooking, so you don't it doesn't snap and burn you. And that Italian sausage, hot or sweet, depending on what you like, five ninety nine a pound. What goes great with the cookout? How about some country coleslaw by oh. Boston Salads? Huh, three forty nine a nice pound. That's a nice coleslaw, folks. It's fresh, and it's not it's not with mayonnaise. Yeah, but it has a great, great taste. Want to spice up that Italian sausage or your burger? The pepper jack cheese by Great Lakes Cheese, five ninety nine a pound. That would go well with the sausage or the burger. Correct. Mm -mm -mm. So, Chef Gary, thanks for joining us. You know what's coming up in a, in a mere seven days? 
another Wednesday. You want to do another show? I would love to be here. All right, Chef Gary. Well, thanks for your time. He's heading back to Cumberland Hill Road. Yes. That's where you'll find him in his kitchen. Meanwhile, thank you for listening to Recipe for a Good Day. But do stay tuned. Coming up in the uh, studio today... Uh, we have another program coming your way. So, oh, nice. uh, well, we never shut off. We have radio programs all day long. Yes. That's what we do here at WNRI. Also, keep in mind, it is Wednesday. So, we have John DePietro from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. John Dion from 2 to 4 p.m. Larry Poitras comes in from 4 to 6 p.m. And on this Wednesday, it is Scott Gibbs. A little program called Your yes. Town on economic yes. development and making our towns better places to live. Well, we thank you for being with us, and we thank Low General Convenience Stores for sponsoring Recipe for a Good Day.